Welcome to Safe Word Podcast. Uh, my name, in fact, is uh, Jason Rouse. My guest on the show today, Audrey Scott. Uh, Audrey, your yes. great great grandmother's name. Great great. It sounds like a, a name that's been passed down a few generations from your early uh, family. Oh, um, no. You got no grandma, uh, no Audrey's? No. You're the first? Yeah. What's the back on that? Like, it's pretty uh, distinct. How many other Audrey's have you? I've met a few. I had this uh, best friend named Audrey senior year, but her name was actually Adriana. She just went by Audrey. Okay. So it was okay, because I thought I would have to kill her, because there could only be one. Yeah. But she was cool. And then I knew another Audrey. That is a concern, meeting somebody yeah. with the same name who's a shithead. Because mm-hmm. now you can never name your children after oh, yourself. yeah. I knew this one drown girl. Them. She was a bitch. And you she can was say a Con- We can swear on this show, by the way. You can swear. That's good she, to know. She was a bi- <laughs> she was a bitch. She was a bitch. She was just uh, I moved into the Girl Scout troop. I was new to town, and she was like, "Oh, new Audrey," and uh-uh. I understand that. So she she eventually moved, and I never saw her again. But you became the Audrey. Yes, thank That's God. That's all right. And yeah. uh, where the hell did you say you were from? Some shit place outside of DC. Uh, I lived there. I moved there when I was eight, but before that, I lived a lot of other states as well. Like what? Uh, I was born in Tacoma, Washington, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Montgomery, Alabama, and then I lived in... Do you find that the years that you lived in Alabama, you picked up a bit of the slang, a bit of some of the no. accent? I was very young when I lived there, but the last place I lived was rural Virginia, and I would I unironically say y'all all the time, and it just... Is I started talking thing? Southern again. Yeah, and my yeah. dad's it's from a Atlanta. Thing too. Yeah, my dad lived in Atlanta, and he lived in southwest Virginia. My mom's from Alabama, so mm-hmm. it's. I also have a lot of Southerners in my family, too. What does the kitchen smell like at your house? <sighs> my mom makes a lot of good shit. I bet. Yeah, she makes a lot of good I stuff. I bet. I yeah. bet you it smells great, right? <laughs> it does. When she actually cooks, it's great. <laughs> I love it when, like, I would, you know, I had friends that were parents and grandparents were first and second generation immigrants, and... uh you know, my my uh, my side of the family it was Irish and English, so the food was kind of, you know, as meat yeah. and potatoes as you're gonna get. And I'm like, what's this? These smells Spice like I can fuck up a Indian buffet. Oh, my mom makes really good Indian. Yeah, food. yeah she'll I make bet. Shit, like, tandoori chicken, God, the yeah. butter chicken, yeah. 
I love a good uh, a good spicy meal. Any especially soup that makes you sweat and your oh, nose run. Yeah, that's the best. Mm. It's the best. Where's your? Are your parents alive? Yeah. Yeah. They, really? Yeah. <laughs> How old are they? My um, age. My mom was born in seventy one. So, so was she's I. Fifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be yeah. fifty in uh, in December. Yeah, she turned fifty in April. And then my dad was born in 74, so he's 40. He's, he's the younger man in the he relationship. Yes, yes. Did your mother hit him and stuff? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think they hit each other at all, either one of them. And uh, I'm sure they're ecstatics about your move to Austin to chase your dream as a stand-up comedian Honestly, during Armageddon. But why not? We had a really rough relationship when I first started college and when I was in high school and when I was in middle school and when part of elementary school, too. So sometimes we just had a rough relationship. Sure. This is the best it's been in a very long time. And we talk all the time. They fuck, they fucking laugh at my jokes. Like, it's wild. Um, I yeah. don't know if that's a good thing uh, because they don't necessarily have the best sense of humor. Well, they probably, but. during the last, you know... This epidemic, people, I think, realize that, you know what? Life is short. Yeah. Why not encourage somebody to do something regardless of what you think their successes might be? Yeah. And start encouraging you. So they're probably fake laughing because they want you to do so well. Well, funny enough, I have my (laughs) shit more together being a stand-up comic than I did in college. Well, yeah, because (laughs) you, you wake up and you're like... I'm the boss. <laughs> yes. I'm the boss. I, I get to do well, I better I get want. to. I better get to do. <laughs> and not only the, having the opportunity to do whatever you want, you also have an opportunity to do whatever you really want. Yeah. And of course, I'm going to be happier and want to yeah. do what I want. <laughs> you seem pretty stoked. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes it, I don't know how many people I've met, like people that I grew up with that were way funnier than me. Yeah. But couldn't make the first step in doing it. Oh, it's so frustrating. It. It's so frustrating yeah. to see that. I'm like, you, you, you're, you're comic. Anyway, uh, moved around what? How many different public schools did you go to? This looks like an intervention on the internet, by the way. <laughs> Don't do heroin without me. Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. I went to La Mesa Elementary in California, and then I went to school in Ohio, and then uh, Woodbridge. So only three elementary schools. Okay. And then I stayed in the same area for middle school and high school. And, but I just didn't like, I don't know, I don't miss that area at all. I don't claim it as home. I'm not really close to, I'm close to a few cool people back from there, but really I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't claim it as my roots at all. So... You think Austin is your new flag? I think Southwest Virginia is what I call my baby just because I started my mic there and I started comedy yeah. out there and I have like these actual connections with people that I want to be connected with. How many of the people from West Virginia that you started out with? Well, in Roanoke, let's see. I no, started I mean like, like people that are like been active over the last year doing comedy. So, with my mic, I brought new people out. Like this peddler started doing it. Some people that had never even known about mics before started coming out, and they're now doing their own mics. And I encouraged people that were just not thinking they're funny to keep coming. And 
they're running their own stuff now. And that's yeah. so happy because I just was kept waiting for people to do more. I wanted people to do more. Well, you also probably realize that if you plant these seeds and you go away and you come back and everyone's running a bunch of rooms, now yes. you've got places to perform. Yes. Uh, so I'm bringing, there's a comedy festival in Roanoke in October and I'm bringing uh, Genevieve, Philip Garcia, Bilal Swain, Mikey Biggs, and Casey Rocket with me. Great. And I'm so excited. They're going to go nuts. Yeah. And not yeah. to mention, you know the audience because you started yes, there. Yes, I do. And you're like, you guys have no idea what I'm bringing you. Some really good comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard. I don't know what it is like for you in your hometown to sell tickets to your shows, but it's it's like pulling teeth. And everyone complains there's nothing to do. Yes. And then but you they never show do up. any. Yeah. And then you show up with like the, the thing to do and they, you're completely ignored. And that's why those people never leave those... Well, neighborhoods. and that's why I'm glad I'm not running the whole show um, because I don't want to have that entire responsibility. It's I'm exhausting. Glad I have people. It, it is. First and... of all, you're babysitting yeah, a bunch of unprofessional, <laughs> like it's like rodeo clowns. No yes. one knows what the fuck they're it's doing. Hurting cats. It's uh, exhausting. Yeah. To do a simple lineup for well, an open running mic. a goddamn mic was just yeah. like some weeks no one would show up i'd pack up all my <laughs> equipment and then one comic would show up as soon as everything's packed like what's going on and i'm yeah. like well 45 minutes ago i yeah. waited for anyway <laughs> so yeah th- we had those nights but then other nights we had like 40 people some nights and it was crazy mm-hmm. and but those ups and downs i see people dealing with those here and it, i think it's really important to host and just start because those perspectives and just having those experiences. Not to mention, like, you really, and uh, people ignore this. I, it's like in Canada, you have to be a really good host. Yeah. Just to get a, a, a good job <laughs> exactly. anywhere on the lineup. Right. Like, and then be in turn, you get a chance to go up, do it. Come back, reassess yourself, and then bring up some new ideas yeah. with some material and kind of you, you're literally getting a chance to do three to four spots. Exactly. You're doing a bunch of kill Tonys in between each act, yep. more or less. You know, a, a few minutes of can really turn the room around. And not to mention, you know from just experience that if you don't do it, no one else will. No one. <laughs> Pussies, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it weird that you see so, like some of the people in the scene like physically menacing big like people that would never uh you never think if you had your tiny girl doing the heavy lifting yeah for the scene yes yeah the the grown ass men i I was the only young (laughs) tiny woman consistently doing my let's go like what are we doing here i took over someone else's mic in roto because he just the owners were just begging for business. So I was doing my mic and then I was doing the other one the other week. And for a while, before I stopped doing that. But it's, yeah, I was literally doing, because no yeah. one would do it. And then you got to go on stage after you've put the stage together and set up the PA. Oh, my God. And yeah. everyone's being an asshole. Can you move me down the lineup? Oh, I I never had people be that ballsy to me. I, I kind of called the shots. You are like, a little pushy. <laughs> I saw you spit on a cop one night in front of the creek. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the police must be drawn to you for oh, yeah. right? <laughs> You're better known as a heat score. <laughs> oh, my God. How many times have you been, uh, you know, had your evening interrupted by a, a police officer? It's been a while. Um, <laughs> I was just guessing, too, and you're like, what's one? Oh, my God. I mean, most of the time it was in my car smelling like weed. Uh-huh. One of the best times was it was 
a week before I started college and we were, we moved into our dorms and I'm hanging out with all my friends and we hotbox my card and this is in Virginia Beach. Do you know the Chesapeake Bay Bridge? I don't know shit in the U.S., okay. to be honest with you. So we're on the coast and there's this bridge and it goes on for five miles over the water and connects to the peninsula of Maryland. And so it costs 15 bucks to get on. Well, my dumbass, I'm driving around. We just hotboxed the car. Didn't even roll the windows down yet. We pull up to the toll bridge. Security. Yeah, toll bridge, roll down the windows. That's a stoner it goes, move. It flows yeah. into the booth. She's like, I'll be right back. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Haven't you seen any Cheech and Chong movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should know. That's yes. more of a rule book of do's and don'ts. Well, I didn't fucking know it was a toll bridge. And by the time I realized it was, it was too late to turn around. So the cop knocks on my door on the opposite side. And my friend Shantae is sitting in the right seat. She's, this, she's even shorter than me, even more of a firecracker than I am. Like, she would just spout out in class. I'm like, shut up, shut up. But oh. she was my stoner buddy. She'll get you shot. Yes. And she was about to get me arrested. What a so, cunt. So the cop, like, <laughs> knocks on the window. Love you, Shantae. And um, he was like, y'all been smoking weed? And she says, no, officer. No, those are like, pussy farts, your honor. So we pull up and I'm like, dude, get rid of the weed. Get rid of the weed. We're smoking out of a water bottle. We have a little roach cannon. I probably have 10 different lung cancers. I don't do that anymore. I'm grown up. Yes, there's I was 18. fast food wrappers all over the no, fucking floor. Not yet. Laundry? Car no. Uh sand <laughs> from the beach. Dirty hippies. <laughs> you dirty Yeah, my hippies. car was a green Kia soul with a weed little yeah. thing and like peace signs and everything. Yeah, I was a You're fucking the asshole. Opposite of, of what I want in my life. Correct. Correct. I, I trouble. Hate I hate I hate that. And so we get there, uh, we pull up, and <laughs> I, I told her to like, hide the weed in her pants or some shit, and apparently she threw it, and I had no idea. She's telling the cop that none of us are high. One of the bitches was too high. She couldn't even stand up. So she was leaning were, on the guardrail. It was just an odor. You... You, she's the only one who knew that you, you. There was nothing in the car. You guys were yeah, clean. Yeah, I didn't. But there was bongs and shit laying around. There was the water bottle, and then there was the roach, <laughs> and there was the weed. And yeah. she got rid of the weed and didn't tell anyone. Still the roach. Yeah, she didn't had no know where point the of throwing was. away the weed. Didn't know where the it's roach. All was. It's all gotta go. We couldn't find it. What? So a... they're searching the car. What's her name? Shantae. Shantae, come on. Yeah, I hope you're not doing this shit anymore. Anyways, Shantae. So she's telling the cop, yeah, we had this guy and he smoked in our car and we <laughs> dropped him off. And I'm like, that's the dumbest shit. This bitch's eyes are so red. She's leaning on the guardrail. She can't stand up. My other friend can't even talk because she's so fucking high. And so he searches the car and couldn't find anything. Now, my officer, I'm sorry. We obviously Where was the smoked. roach? In the ashtray or the armrest? It was, it was like under a yeah. rug or something. They couldn't find it. And he was like... <laughs> I'm giving you a warning now. And I asked him for my money back from the toll bridge. I'm like, sir, I gave them 15 bucks. I don't want to be on this bridge. Can I get my money back? And yeah. he hands me the cash back. Oh, that's all right. It was awesome. That would have gone very different with me. Yes. So I'm so glad I, I got my money back. I would have been shot through the window as I <laughs> held my hand. But that would never happen to me. You know why? Why? I've never driven a car. Yeah, you did tell me that. Mm. That's I don't good. mean to brag, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, Jesus, you're my, so uh, cool. my birthday's coming up in December, and I've decided... Um, well, you know, Joe, yeah, photographer Joe. Yeah. Well, you know, he was, uh, from what I was told, um, in the race car industry, some engineer or, um, um, and his friends have race cars and stuff. No show. So when I was, uh, over at his, his friend's house, they invited us over for a cool barbecue. This is eight months ago or something. Yeah. And, uh, they were blown away. These guys are all gearhead Car guys, old race car dudes, you know, uh, success, uh, you know, and I grew up around that, but I never got a license. So 
when I told them I didn't drive, their heads almost exploded. And they go, well, we have this race car. Would you want to drive a race car? And it's this Mercedes. I don't even know what it is. Oh, wow. But it, it looks like it's built to die in. And <laughs> I'm going to drive this race car on a racetrack. Dude, For yes. the first time. Yes. I'm going to get behind the wheel. I'm excited. Oh, my gosh. I don't mind the driving aspect of it. It's just I don't want to be on the road with anybody. I don't want to be oh, in yeah. a road. I have a tendency to just kind of, you know what I mean? Just Duke's a hazard, that shit. If I saw an off-ramp with a bit of a, a pitch to it, I'd probably yeah. try and jump it or something like that. Every time I see one, I'm like, I could. Moving truck with a loading dock or something like that. I think that I can treat a motor vehicle like a skateboard, not to mention a, a malicious piece of farming equipment and just mow down you know, everybody I went to high school with. <laughs> I think about that a little. Oh, my God. How bad was high school? Uh, that was two weeks ago, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's two and a half now. Um, no, it was it was interesting. I did a lot of different shit in high school. I was in the engineering program. Okay. And so you can read? I can read. Cool. I used to mess with robots and build robots, and we, like, use different... Uh, applications and design shit online were you actually shit. working in a machine shop and designing some of these things uh, or we would design them. yeah we would pla- design some of the shit die cast metal stuff i like sketching them out it was more just like autocad is that yes, what you guys yes, used yeah, yeah we used inventor as well okay and then i did choir and i started my own plant club and started the school garden yeah and I was always blown away about the wire 3D images that yes. you could do. And I was like, wow. Yeah. You just changed the profile of it. No, I love that. <laughs> it's so cool. Just a simple, that I don't know. I like symmetry. I like geometry. Yes. I like symbolism. I like to see things within the design that also has another layer to it. But now I can't even, I'm, I'm making a point of reference to stuff I saw 20 years ago. Right. So I can't even imagine what the technology is at at this point. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had a lot of guy friends. I was always like one of the dudes and we would Have you seen the movie tips. Flashdance? No. She's a welder. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to I wanna weld. Welding's cool. I like welding. I, 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 weld. a, I used to live with a welder named Cody back at my Who other Who didn't place. live with Cody? Cody was dope. It, it still is. And he would weld us shit all the time. He welded this great. It's uh, very manly, right? It's next to lumberjack, blacksmith, welder, pipe fitter, dope, bricklayer. Fuck yeah! Cody's got hands. Cody's got hands. Cody's got hands. Cody's got hands. hands. Always, always. You can't (laughs) come into a a a shop, a steel mill, with. With French manicures. No. You can end up with sausage fingers. Correct. I'm, I'm embarrassed because, you know, I grew up in a very blue-collar family. So they've all got, uh, you know, it looks like I play piano for my aunt with these <laughs> la, 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 lady fingers. Uh, and uh, I have family members that are in, in have real uh, heavy jobs. And you can tell, look at their hands, you know. They're, mine are scarred, but uh, they're nowhere near... Uh, I've got some cigarette burns, stabbing, stitches. What do you got? What do you got on your hands? Not much. You I got have your some nails burns did. on my. I did. I like them. They're fun. Those are great for fentanyl. <laughs> How many fentanyl blasts? 
It's going around. I've done fentanyl Bragger. on purpose. Really? I was in the emergency room, and they were like, well, we'll give you fentanyl for the pain. I'm like, okay. And Was so, it on a, uh, a yeah, button? Oh, my God. Really? I mean, they, they dosed it for me because yeah. they gave me a very small amount, but I was also on bad terms with my mom at that point. She was in the in ER car accident? No. Beat up by an ex-boyfriend? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I had like I don't kicked even, by a horse. It was just like an. It's like it's, my I had a pelvis problem. You had a pelvis problem. Was this a, a a bone thing or a joint thing? No, it was just like inflamed. It was really inflamed, and so they gave me fentanyl for the pain, and they gave me some meds, and that was pretty good. It was awkward because a lady checking out my vagina and like checking out all that shit. Uh, I had served her at the restaurant I work at. <laughs> But then she gave me fentanyl, so I guess we're she cool. actually worked there, didn't she? Yeah, she not was just like, the lady. No, she was like in charge of like yeah. the entire medical branch of Virginia Tech, and she was looking at my vagina, and night. I'm like, I gave you chicken two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm giving you some fish. Yeah, no, that was roast beef. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Isn't that oh weird to find yourself like I bombed uh, very badly at the Canadian consulate? Um, in London, England. Yeah. And uh, less than two days later, I lost my passport three days before I was supposed to uh, fly back to Canada for Christmas. You know, I'd make one trip a year around the holidays to visit family. Yeah. And I couldn't miss this flight and uh, reschedule around Christmas time, try and rebook a fucking flight <laughs> with an. I had to go down the consulate after I torched the room like two days earlier. <laughs> And walk in. I thought they were going to go, you're not welcome here anymore. Yeah. And I had to get an emergency passport. And I was just praying that I wasn't being recognized by f- my fellow countrymen. <laughs> Bombed. Bombed. Oh, A lady standing on the front leaning on one of those tall tables. Yeah. Just looked at me and went, Pff. Jesus. <laughs> I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have been there, but they were trying to. They thought all Canadians were nice. What a what a fool! I know. Google me. Yeah. It, yeah. There's nothing uh, of secret yeah. in there at all. No. Yeah, I remember you were the one of the first performers I saw in Austin. I remember talking to you that night. Sorry like, about great. that. Oh, was that a Vulcan? Yeah. Yeah. I was very fond of it, and I just loved the looks on those <laughs> fools in the. Chairs that were scared and I'm like ha, ha, ha. the front row. Yeah, they are <laughs> fucking mad, and I'm like yes, and her face pinching up and stiff. Yeah. Like her whole body language just is maybe louder than you on the microphone. Like Panic. it was just yeah. It's the same with oh. like you probably lo- enjoy watching Brian Holtzman. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I get to look from that perspective now because oh, yeah. he's all that. Yes. Aggressively. Oh my god, I love it. Isn't it I great? I love it. Yes. I'm glad you get it because a lot of I'm very uh, fond of it. <laughs> uh, I thought it would might have been a general uh like a generational thing to appreciate somebody like him. Yeah. But um I would say he's like the new he's like the Henry Rollins of Austin. I, I can ex- right? yeah, that, exactly. Thank you. I've been holding on to that for months. But I think he's he's got that black flag punk rock uh <laughs> uh uh performance about him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. And and as you know, same reasons we all love him is watching the people who just don't get it. 
<laughs> and yeah. they're like, what? What is going on? Oh, my God. They can't. They that can't happen. handle it sometimes. That it's happens pretty funny. to me sometimes. But not like that. Not have like you ever been a, booed? Have I? Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. By some by a lady? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there, there's well, some haters. I started a joke by saying who here likes the N word, and then there was like eight women, eight black women in like their 30s and 40s sitting front row, and they didn't really like. They them. were angry. Why is that? Because they thought I liked the N word, <laughs> yeah. but I don't. And they listen like the rest of my joke isn't just the N word. You just... have to uh, get the audience to trust you. First. Yeah, you can't just start up. Like, no. You can't have that be the no. first thing. I learned that lesson. Yeah, that's how you learn it. And then I remember being on stage and being like, I think I have one more joke. She's like, boo, no, you don't. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I still have one more. <laughs> but it was whatever. I've never, uh, <laughs> I think I've only been booed maybe three times. Really? Yeah. That's good. I know you seem just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah, most yeah. of them are too terrified to right. Do they get stiff, and I'll boo them back. I'll boo them out of my own show. You ever see the audience get booed out of a comedy no, show? But I really like that. It's going to be exciting. This Halloween is going to be fantastic. Hell yeah! You got a show tonight, don't you? Uh, I'm Lucky just working night. on it, but I'm uh, not going to be performing. I've got shows. I got a show tonight. I totally forgot. Wait, where? Brian, Texas. Oh, okay. Who was in charge of it? Alex? With, uh, with, uh, uh, no, Adam Lucky. Oh, hell yeah. Adam's not on the show, but it's the filthy show yeah. an hour outside oh, of town. That. Yeah, I saw the flyer. I, I, this is my actually, we'll call it my first road gig in the United States in years. Really? In at least a few years. Oh, my God. Yeah, and again, I don't really tour too much in the U.S. Yeah. At all. Huh. I'm working on it. If you're out there and you want me to come to your city in the United States, I'm staying in the United States until April, and then I'll leave for my uh, European tour to a certain degree. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to go to Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Iceland. Poland, wow. and Germany. Lovely. Wow. How long are you going to be gone? Probably close to two months. Fuck yeah. I want to have at least 10 days off in Denmark. I yeah. love it there so much. Yeah. I love you, Denmark. And you know they have no COVID. They're probably the Texas <laughs> of of Europe. That's great. Yeah, you know what? I think fucking Copenhagen is maybe the Austin of of Europe. They threw. Uh, there's no COVID stuff. No, wow. no, no, nothing. No, no nothing. Nothing. What's it like in Germany? Like what's going on everywhere else? Grim, right? like it is every year in Germany. No, I don't know what the uh, the other European countries are doing and stuff. But I've been um, friends of mine have been sending me various uh, screenshots of yeah. news clippings and stuff. So uh, as far from where I'm standing, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, one of my favorite places in the world. That's great. And they're. Doing, they're almost calling. They're ca- they're calling me. They're going. We'll clean it up for you. Could you come back? And uh, speaking of comebacks, uh, October thirtieth, I'm going to put out my stand-up special that I did film in Copenhagen. December twenty nineteen, I filmed it at the Cecil. Uh, it was an old jazz club that had been flooded out in the eighties, and then they remodeled it. It looks like fucking you know the movie Blade Runner. Yeah. Kind of like that. Ooh. There's a cool opening and stuff. I don't want to get into too much, but um, and then uh, I think yeah, I'm at um, 
the no, I'm doing fucking William Montgomery show on Saturday. Oh, at nice. the Vulcan. Nice. Yeah, I know. How fun is that going to be with Charles? Oh, that's going to be great. Me, Charles, <laughs> William. Charles. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How great is Charles? He's um, one of the first people I had on the show when I got into town. I and, love him. Uh, I want to uh, keep him for myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what what's get. Charles has got a, a career. Mine's on a downward spiral. It's uh, no, it's not. It's actually this is the last two years have probably been the best two years of my career in the last. The last seven years before COVID, five years before COVID, there was it was just like a lot of idling. It was yeah. almost purgatory. Yeah. This store had been, you know, I was living in Hollywood for uh, the last 12 years leading up to my move to Austin. I'd never even been in the state of Texas before. I got off a plane with a carry-on and a check bag to move into this place with no furniture and just like, what wow. the fuck? I was, you know, Hollywood and New York, L.A. and New York were supposed to be like the end game. Right. right. And then this thing came up the middle and just improved everything for me. Wow. You can put that on your don't give a shit list. I got a movie out on Amazon with chicks playing guitars that I kill. Yeah, I've heard. It's uh, pretty good. It has good ratings as well. The uh, New York Times uh, wrote a, an article on the top five must-see horror films. Uh, I know it's very genre-specific, but in the top five in the New York... Anyway, I, I was cool to be working with, like, especially um, all the p people that were co-starring were, like, all seasoned female actresses. Yeah. I was in over my head for my first time of being with, you know, it's like... You can clearly see who's, uh, you know, can do it for real. Right. And, and I'm I'm not a trained actor. Yeah. And uh, to be completely off balance in a situation like that, it was... Um, was that your first time being in a movie or is the movie to that like extent of production? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It was by far the most uh, uh, high level film. It's a real movie. You know, I've done some other projects and stuff like right. that. Right. But, but that you, one was... That but one. you weren't doing any... Uh, you were just doing engineering classes, no uh, community theater. <coughs> I did choir. Um, no theater. Choir. Oh, that's right in the religious shit. Yeah, yeah. And I did How many girls were pregnant in your high school? Uh, a lot. At when least I maybe went like there. two a grade. Two a grade? Probably. That's pretty I mean, respectable. I yeah, anticipated it wasn't that many. more No. You know, any uh I mean senior scandals? year more girls. Any by the teachers? <sighs> Let's see. I mean, I remember a substitute tried to fuck me one time. Ew. Yeah, and he was not cute. Substitute teacher tried to fuck yeah, you? Yeah, he played Quidditch, dude. What's Quidditch? You know, the, like, stupid shit from Harry Potter. I mean, the the game from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. He played that in real life. A nerd sex offender made a pass at you while you were in high school. Ew. Yeah, but scandal-wise. <laughs> That's pretty scandalous. It's oh, yeah. highly illegal <laughs> and uh, uncalled for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's call him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I might have his number still. 
What do you mean you might? How did you get his number? I know people. Oh, is this after the fact you acquired his number? Or was he... You, oh, I keep forgetting how old I am that everyone had a cell phone in high school. Yeah. I thought this was like... and Put the t- apple down with the teacher's desk with your phone number under it. It was none of that. Oh, Ew. God, no. For some reason, I think this guy smells like piss. Is he greasy? Uh, <laughs> he was just covered in weed and didn't know how to... like. He smelled yeah, like greasy. weed a lot. Didn't know how to tuck in his shirt right. Yeah, like Chris. His shoes, the, the heels of his shoes were like fucked up, yeah. you know, because he didn't know how to properly put on his shoes. First name? Chris. What a fucking... Pig, yeah, you're a pig, Chris. Yeah, I got asked to leave <laughs> my high school. What? Oh, why? Not, no, it's not like terrible like that. I went to first of all, I went to an all boys school. Okay, in, wow. In my high school was all dudes. Holy shit! I know, and you're saying lucky you, but it's worse. <laughs> but it's uh, you know, you're talking about your engineering, yeah, career. Well, I was in a trade school, but. Uh, it was all, it was all for dumb kids, people with various <laughs> mental problems and learning disabilities. So okay. they would put you in because my hometown is a, like a, a steel town, factory, very uh, you know industrial, completely industrial, r- rusty metal, and um, they would uh, lie to you and lead you down a, a road to. A career in the trades but what they didn't tell you was is that all the skills that you were learning were on equipment and um uh, uh a curriculum that was dated you couldn't really get you couldn't get a job in it you weren't even qualified to push a broom in any industrial area because your academics were so low that you couldn't uh hire you because you were too dumb wow yeah that's bad and that's uh <laughs> That's really bad. Parkview Secondary School. You know black is the new orange? Orange is the new yeah, black? Yeah, I know that. Think of that, but dudes with no uniforms. Wow. With, um, think of Trailer Park Boys and the prison drama Oz. <laughs> kind of like that. It was, what a combination. It was no fun. <laughs> I, I was throwing rocks at girls until I was almost 30. Because wow. there was no women in our school, and my friends were all savages. Wow. But everything's good now. That's good. That's good. Um, secondary school. I knew a guy that was in secondary school. He's dead now. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I end up moving from one end of the country to the other. Yeah. I started doing stand-up with uh, Seth Rogen in Vancouver. That's so dope. In '96, wow. so that was a that was a great uh, life change. I know '96. Was you '99? You were born. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, Vancouver '96. Wow. This year was 25 years. If anybody out there knows math, um, <laughs> what else is going on? It's weird. I'm gonna go do a show somewhere. I haven't been on stage in a minute. I've had my hands full with a variety of things, but um, you got some stuff coming up this week. I know you're out like almost every night, right? Plus, you got a good crew. Tony's good for morale. Yeah. And uh, uh, Christy's on the same grind as you. Yes. Yeah. So it's yes. nice to have a, some sort of a trust. Not to mention, you guys must log a lot of hours. You have to like each other, right? Especially yeah. living together. Are you guys fighting? There's a pause. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> is Tony pregnant? Again, he wants us to give him money for the abortion, and I don't think I should have to contribute to Tony's abortion because yeah. he keeps getting pregnant, and He's I'm tired of it. Tony is very promiscuous. It's just, I get it, but there's condoms for a reason, Tony. Tony, wear a condom. Wear a condom. Show a little respect for yourself. I'll even get you some fucking lambskin, man. Like, get you the, the... Dude. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Call your parents and tell them you're sorry for being a, a promiscuous, transient fuck boy. Anyway, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Joan of Ock. Uh, J-O-A-N-A-O-F-A-W-K uh, Or you can find me on Instagram at Underscore Illuminadri Underscore Or Audrey Scott on Facebook Illuminadri It was like My dyslexia with, with, <laughs> And you have all those letters There's like 12 letters in yeah. that thing, right? And I'm like My word? mind is doing this shuffling <laughs> of letters It was just spaghetti Anyway I'm uh, I'm dumb but uh, <laughs> I'll be fine. I got some stuff coming up, folks. I'll keep you posted. But uh, Audrey Scott, thanks for being on the show. Thank and, you for uh, having me. We'll, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll cross paths out in the uh, comedy world Indeed. once again. Uh, a lot of people have been sending me messages to see if I'm alive. And uh, I am not. No. Thank you. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Rowe.